0: You're allowed to have caffeine? Or is it decaf? Up
1: to 200 milligrams a day.
0: So did they measure One that out? One sip
1: of bang. Which is... <laughs> I know, right? One, One sip, sip a bang. of bang. One sip of bang. No, this is um, less than 200.
0: That's less than 200? hmm Got it. Got it.
1: Yeah. Something say is that? 300. 300.
2: Is it just drip coffee?
1: No, it's the salt caramel coffee from Mugshots Coffee.
2: Very good. Mm-hmm. Nice plug.
1: Thank
0: you. Nice plug. All right. So to the fourth episode... Of the hashtag sweat local CLT podcast, where Deuce is going to talk more today than he's talked in any of the other podcasts. Prepared. See, here's the deal. i not prepared. It, just, just, let me just clear the ear in all this. Oh, by the way, I'm Stu.
2: I'm Deuce. I'm Isaac.
0: Okay. We're the three people that, that are talking and you're listening. And uh, recently, over the last three times we've done this, we've done three other episodes. The last one was with Doc White, Dr. Amanda White, which was a lot of fun. We'll be doing more interviews of that. So any of the members listening, if you are really like you really want to be interviewed, like you think there'd be a lot of like, let us know. And because we probably have people on the list who don't want to be interviewed that like, I'd rather not talk to you guys for 30 minutes. But if anyone really does, let us know. Um, And then if we just never, you know, contact you for just know you didn't make the cut. (laughs) (laughs) No, Chris Arnold is like the one right now. I know Chris Arnold. He's been he's our longest OG member Mm -hmm. and he really wants to be on the podcast. We're going to bring him on but I'm going to make him wait it out a little bit. I want to make him wait it out a little bit. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a really controversial one because he's been here for so long because he knows how unprofessional this business used to be back in the day when I didn't know what the fuck. I I still don't know what I'm doing, but that's going to be a good one. So anyway, if you guys are really interested, please let us know. We'd love to have you on here and hear your story and talk about that. Um, But I do want to address this. Apparently there have been comments, reviews, none to myself, (laughs) that I apparently give Isaac a hard time – for being pregnant. I mean, you do. I. Yeah. But like, am I really giving you a hard time about it?
1: Ah, uh, I mean, that was obnoxious and high pitched, right there. It wasn't That was, that wasn't yeah, that was pretty <laughs> obnoxious. So. Um, I, I mean, yeah, calling calling me moody for being pregnant, you know, it, it's but not I the think all, thing.
0: all humans are moody.
1: Yeah, I mean, is Deuce moody?
0: I mean, he's a human. He has moods, and he I can, definitely he's definitely moody. moody. When I don't yeah. eat, yeah. I get very moody. Do you think it's just because pregnant women are overly sensitive? <laughs> See how I did that? I'm just gonna compound, yep, yep, compound and it on here. top of each other. Yep. So everyone listening, I, I tease Isaac, and this mm-hmm. is a very, um, in, in the most professional corporate way possible, a brotherly, sisterly type relationship we have. And I yep. bust Isaac's balls, and uh, that's just that's just kind of our, you know, the kind of back and forth and the riffing that we do day to day. And Deuce, we do that with you. Like it doesn't mean that we don't like each other or that it, she's in an abusive corporate relationship. <laughs> he was just
1: her. telling me how excited he is about the fact that I'm having a kid. So yeah, because I that. can just
0: drop mine off with you, and there's now, now I have a babysitter.
1: <laughs> that's not what you're saying.
0: Anyway, I know I'm not helping my cause, but for anyone listening, I I, don't, I, don't, I tease Isaac. It's all it's all fun and jest, and um, I apologize if anybody's been offended by. But the, the other
1: feedback we get is that Deuce needs to talk more. Well,
0: yeah, and that's that's why I said that Deuce just has to talk more. Yeah, that's just how it goes. Here we are. There we go. <laughs> This fucking kid. Um, all right, so we went to. We literally just got done eating. We had to cram this in for today. We went to Roots Cafe today. If anyone knows where Roots mm-hmm. Cafe is, is behind probably the most iconic landmark in South End, Chipotle.
2: Oh, I had no idea where
0: you <laughs> were going. Going
1: with Mr. K's. No, that's right next door. The Chipotle
0: on <laughs> South Boulevard. Uh, behind there is a. Uh, there's an apartment condo building at the bottom. Is a company called the Roots Cafe, and they have a great little, it's a small little breakfast spot. I think it's just breakfast, like lunch, I guess you can do there too.
1: Yeah, they do breakfast all day and lunch all day.
2: Pastrami sandwich is not breakfast food. Right. So, lunch. So, two said lunch. I had breakfast. Some of us have been up a what while. What did you I have?
1: have. Uh, the persistence bowl had um, aspects of both brunch the, and the persistently pregnancy. pregnant bowl oh my God. It had yeah. all
0: the dietary needs necessary. Long clippings. Great. Long. <laughs> so look like, so let's say, so we got the menu here and listen. So the reason, again, the reason we want to talk about these restaurants and everything around here is, is number one is very much all these cool little spots within Charlotte. And this is definitely a hidden gem. I think it just, there's, nobody yeah. knows it's there. Right. They have a nice little outdoor seating area. It's quiet. I bet you will on a brunch day. It's probably not too slight. It's a small spot. Um, yeah it this was real real solid um i had the basic bitch which is it's called the basic b but Mm -hmm. we know what what that means and it just it was essentially exactly what i had at snooze it's just eggs (laughs) and breakfast meats and some kind of carbohydrate like hash browns or you know whatever and that that's what i ate and it was delicious it was you know very culinary like it's food you would take a photo of yeah for those of you guys who like to be that person on your social media and take a photo of your food i think you'd like this place
1: they have a lot of pictures on their social media of their food.
0: Well, when you're a restaurant, that's kind of really that's what your gallery idea. is gonna be yeah. all about. Well, I know. Isaac.
1: But it's but they're pretty it's pretty. What
0: else would they have photos of? I don't know. People eating the food.
1: Yeah. Moments, you know, just not close things, ups, you know? like
0: candid photos of people eating mid shoe. <laughs> yes. Just kind of like we get candid photos of people like mid rep. Mm-hmm. And so, that's the hardest, though, when we take photos of people at the gym. Cause you ever seen somebody work out like in the middle of it? They are not an attractive representation of themselves. I
2: thought you were going to say it's cause everybody was just moving too fast <laughs> for the camera. Mm-hmm. Just so blurry. But, okay.
0: It's like the Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. paradigm. Yeah. No, it's just taking photos of people mid action of anything, talking, eating, knocking out a rep is, is less than attractive. Um, But yeah, I think it would actually be really funny if they did some like candid photos of people looking like an idiot, like mid-chew, like food hanging, like a tomato hanging out of their mouth. They don't. They
1: have the very pretty,
0: yeah, very curated Mm foodie kind of thing. So, any of you foodies that are out there, you like this stuff, and you want to see really well, what's it called, presentation? What would Gordon Ramsay call it? Like the presentation of the food. Like don't they call it plating? The plating. Plating. Mm -hmm. They do an amazing job. It's Definitely. What did you have, Isaac?
1: Oh, um, I had the persistence bowl.
0: We we said that. Yeah. For Um, everyone who doesn't know, I forget. Um, not everyone has the menu in front of them.
1: I do. Um, so it was a salad that had some bacon on it. It had an egg, black beans, quinoa, roasted red pepper vinaigrette, and crispy tortillas. And the great
0: thing is not pregnant people aren't the only people who can eat this bowl. Right. Yeah. Anybody can. Anybody could.
1: Yeah. Like, last time I went, uh, my husband had it.
0: And he is definitely not pregnant. No. No. David is not pregnant, and he had the bowl. So if mm-hmm. any of you guys are thinking this is a pregnancy-only bowl, it is not. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is for all kinds of humans.
1: But it was really good. It was filling, but, like...
0: You not, did like, did I didn't you eat feel all great. of
1: it? No, I couldn't finish it all. Quinoa was a little heavy. Mm.
0: Quinoa was a little heavy? Yeah. I'm not a big quinoa fan. I don't you have it very I... often, but it came in this bowl. I did so. a chick was, like, gluten-free, and she would, like, it was quinoa with everything. I was just like, this is a really shitty carbohydrate.
1: Oh, this bowl is gluten-free.
0: Yeah, I know. That's why the quinoa was on yeah. it. Yeah. Good point. See, I was connecting those dots there. just... <laughs> That pregnancy brain just kind of slow and everything. It's like a really slow computer just loading. What did you have, Deuce?
2: Uh, I had the Carolina pastrami, which – what is on this thing? Uh, pastrami and then <laughs> slaw. So realistically, it actually is a Rachel. Is a the, what? Yeah, so the sandwich is actually a Rachel. So Rachel is pastrami, Swiss cheese, and slaw. A pastrami sandwich is just pastrami. I know this because I Googled it before we came back here.
1: You just made it up.
2: I didn't make it up. You can Google it. Okay. And then corn or no, Reuben is corned beef. Right. And sauerkraut. Yeah. So really it should be the Carolina Rachel. But it was good. It was pretty good. I
0: never knew there was a sandwich called Rachel before. Yeah.
1: There
2: sure is. There sure is. See? It's more popular lunch meat than you thought.
1: Did she ask you when you ordered if you wanted the breakfast one or the lunch one?
2: She did. I wasn't sure what that meant. So maybe yeah. it is a breakfast meat after all. People are just crushing pastrami yeah. in the morning.
0: Yeah. Like when I look, I was looking at the, uh, the options here. So they definitely have like some low carb stuff. They have like a, a bunless veggie burger. So for anyone who needs something like low carb, you could go in there and be like, can I get that bunless veggie burger? But I need some protein and a veggie burger tastes like cardboard. So I, front of you guys that like veggie burgers, I apologize. If I'm upsetting you. Um, and can I get somewhere like a real burger on it? Like one that was made from like a cow. Like I've always been mm-hmm. a big fan. The meats you should – the proteins you should consume should have ran, flown, or swam, and they should have had a face
2: and a soul. What's a, what's a protein that doesn't have
0: that? So we, if we were sitting here – like if Gina over at I Spin, I love Gina. Gina is a vegan. Now, I was sitting here with Gina right now. Gina would say, Stuart, there is protein in that veggie burger. If Matt Dangler, who those guys who don't know, owns RxRD, he is the registered dietitian that we send everybody to, Matt would also argue with me, like, Stuart, there is protein in beans and quinoa and some other plant-based. But when you're talking like plant-based protein, like the BCAAs of plants versus animals, like I just tell people, if if the goal of you eating protein is to put on muscle, then eat the ones that had to be slaughtered and killed for your enjoyment. Those are the ones that are going to be Ran, swam, or flew—a face and a soul—and they're going to get the job of building protein. You've never seen someone stranded on a fucking island eating leaves. Like you see Tom Hanks in Castaway. Yeah, that motherfucker couldn't do a pull-up. <laughs> There's no way he could do a pull-up. You ever seen a Mar- Did You ever see? You ever see a vegan like a vegan athlete and someone? <laughs> there were eat- no
2: workout montages in Castaway. <laughs> no, there weren't. <laughs> Nobody no was pull-ups. doing
0: pull-ups out there. <laughs> he definitely had to build something while he was like. It, you would have thought it. he he might have been okay if he had, but he had no p- animal-based protein. He said, "Chew on Wilson."
1: <laughs> he didn't eat any based. animals the whole time?
2: There, I don't think there were any out there. Didn't he try and – I feel like he tried to hunt a pig at some point.
0: Maybe a pig or something. He got some fish. So he could have probably had some kind of animal-based protein. But the bottom line, why I'm saying, if you're going to go there and you're going to get the bunless veggie burger, go bunless, low-carb, and just get a real fucking burger on it.
1: They have other options there too, like salads and vegetables and yeah, stuff Yeah, they had too. salads, I mean, and you could you add, add pretty protein. much protein
0: to everything. They have a <laughs> spicy turkey wrap that looked good, Cajun rub turkey breast. They have goat cheese grit bowl, very southern of them. Yeah. So, anyway, Roots Cafe, we're going to try to get the owners, uh, the manager. Who are we getting on?
1: I think it's the manager. We're
0: going to try to get the, the manager right. on here. That's going to be the other thing. We want to like, jam with the uh, the people that run these small businesses in Charlotte and talk shop with them and, and hear their story. and Because that used to be Cluck and Cup. Any of you guys who are like, old school South End uh, residents, Cluck and Cup used Just to the be location. there. Just the location. The yeah. location, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cluck and Cup used to be there.
1: They also, so Roots Cafe, this is like that's. Obviously, their lo- cafe location. They also have Roots Catering. That's the same company, but they cater weddings and big events and all that stuff. And that's a huge portion of their business, too, is um, Roots Catering, which they're right down the street, right, yeah. from us? Yeah. I
2: thought that's where we were going, actually.
1: Yeah. They're catering, um, like, <laughs> You thought we were going to
2: the catering too. Yeah, company. I just thought yeah. we were going to go in this big warehouse. Just yeah. sit down. I don't know what was gonna happen. But yeah, that's what I thought. And, <laughs> and have them cater just the three
1: <laughs> of us. No, but they're supposed to be great. And I mean, everything. Like, I mean, when we were talking to the people today, you know, they told us that the menu's changing in like two weeks because everything they do is the whole like local food. Yeah, local, seasonal, stuff,
0: so all that kind of stuff. So we yeah if you're really good into to local um, dishes, good. I mean, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, highly recommend. It. Go see the guys at Roots. Good. Atmosphere's cute atmosphere's cute mm-hmm. yeah they've oh. got some cool little decor
1: yeah yeah I
2: definitely thought you were saying an instagram handle there oh like no. atmosphere's at- <laughs> cute i was like what the
1: fuck is no, that? no i'm pretty sure it's at roots cafe nice <laughs> yeah.
0: cool and we're in so if we get the gm on we'll uh that'll be exciting do, who do we have so- you know who i really want to get on here i'm going to say this now and i want you to, if you could write this down and not like yep. uh, baby brain forget it um i want the unknown brewery guys on this Oh, that'd be fun. That's my favorite marketing... Like, the favorite... My favorite company that does marketing in Charlotte, like, just organic themselves, is the Unknown they Brewery. They have
1: that light as a feather beer, right?
0: Yep. They have the light as a feather beer. I just see
1: those shirts a good amount.
0: Yeah. They had that... They have an El Camino, and they have a van. It's painted with their brand colors and all that, and then the van got stolen, and then... It got found, and then a few days later, they did a release called Grand Theft a grand Van Theft Auto. That's cute. And it, they killed it, and they sold out of the beer. And it's uh that's probably one of my favorite. If you've ever seen any of their marketing videos, they're my favorite. Um, I don't know.
1: Wrote it down.
0: Isaac did not write it down. She's going to forget. And that's um, all right. So if any of you guys see her later after listening to this podcast, please remind her, because yeah. she definitely forgot by now. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, I want to jam on... We were thinking, well, what are you going to talk about, right? We had Amanda. on. We talked about Moving Day last time. You know, hope everyone's still excited for that coming up. When's it coming up, Deuce?
2: November first. November first. 5:30 p.m.
0: 5:30 p.m. is Moving Day, and so I don't really want to hammer that too much. You guys will be hearing about that in class and stuff. I want to talk about we're uh, Deuce. We're sitting in the car uh, waiting for Isaac, and Deuce mentioned there was an article today that the agenda put a Charlotte agenda put out about. Um, the north side of the city, the notice side of the city along the light rail down that new Sugar Creek light rail stop and all that. We'll get, you know, the south endification, right? It's going to look very much like south end and all that. And I feel like every time there's a lot of growth in the city, there's people excited about it. And there's a lot of people that want to, that are less than excited about it. Like, I mean, you've been here now how many years, Isaac? Uh,
1: nine.
0: Nine. Deuce is a lifer. I'm well, 27 years
2: native. old. So I've been here for 27, 27 years. years,
0: and I got here at the end of 2009. So, same. Me and Isaac have similar similar timelines. Here. One
1: more year on me. Yeah,
2: correct. So,
0: with that being said, w- when you see all the growth and everything, Deuce, of someone who's been here, and is that more fun for someone who's a native? I feel like a lot of the people that might complain or might like it less, like you know, nobody likes a, a historic building being knocked down. Like there's yeah. that building in Uptown off of Graham Street that went down recently. I actually went out there and filmed the entire thing and time-lapsed the entire... And people were, you know, were losing their minds. They were less than happy about it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Um,
2: I think it's I think it has to do with the age. So, like, my parents are both from Charlotte, too. Okay. And, like, they get grumpy about this shit. They're like, ah, oh, yeah, traffic and people and blah. Um, but it, I don't... I mean, it doesn't bother me. I mean, obviously, I feel like it's common sense. So, if your city's going to grow, there's going to be more traffic. Like, that's normal right yeah and i think also depend- cars
0: going to that it also depends where you come from if you come from like charlotte where there really was no traffic yeah and now you have it it's annoying versus like a transplant from like manhattan moving here is like what do you mean traffic yeah yeah, yeah. 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 you know
1: that's how i feel from northern virginia it has some of the worst traffic in the world so what? it never bothers like me does area. it area really? mm-hmm. dc oh mm-hmm. got it see i think when you, you have to
0: say dc because otherwise you're like northern virginia like yeah, yeah. it's like things.
2: hillbill like what? yeah.
1: what's
0: in northern virginia <laughs> and then like once you specify dc
1: that- that's not what most people think when you say Northern Virginia.
2: Northern Virginia, I automatically think West Virginia.
1: Well, how? Because
2: it's farther north than regular Virginia.
1: But it's not farther west than regular Virginia
2: it is right i mean it's called west virginia yeah. well yeah yeah but yeah. north virginia northwest
1: okay guys so north virginia <laughs> is very like very different than the rest of the state of virginia i would just And run. most people know that
0: yeah i would just run with dc area when you next time you tell that story oh my God. just go with the dc area <laughs> but it's just my recommendation yeah, just just one guys um but it's the wrong it's the don't wrong take recommendation. his recommendation sure don't, yeah don't take my recommendation <laughs> for it um but no, the, the thing with the growth and stuff in Charlotte is, again, like, I think a lot of people are really excited. Like, it's cool having all these different businesses and stuff around, but you're going to have the traffic that goes with it. Yeah. And so I've, you know, I've been openly talking to these guys. One of the things I do, uh, you know, because we've got plans to put a second location here on that north side of the city at some point. And so watching the minutes from city council meetings and what people talk about and like even South Boulevard, if anyone's noticed, they are making South Boulevard less convenient for vehicular traffic,
2: that part I actually don't. I'm not cool with that. That sounds terrible.
0: So okay, let's let's talk this out. Why do we not want it to be more inconvenient to drive? Just because uh, you don't want because I be, don't
2: want people to fucking sideswipe my ass coming down South Boulevard. Okay,
0: so again, it's just it's like, it's like every tight, day. It's a tighter lane, that kind of Stay thing. Staying your lane, people. Okay, so the more, long the less of poor driving skills of somebody, but for the city. Like it's what they like the Atlanta problem. Atlanta thought they could match the growth in population with more roads, more lanes in a highway, adding more bypasses. And if you've ever been to Atlanta, like no one from Atlanta moves to Charlotte and complains about the traffic. Nobody, and you can't keep up with it. It just from when you look at like from an urban planning standpoint, you'll never be able to make enough lanes or roads to keep up with the growth of a city like Atlanta and Charlotte that's just been on the rise forever. So now you just have all of these – you just have – it's still the same problem. It's just a bigger problem. It's the law of resources. Take resources away. So here's – for everyone listening that goes to the gym, chalk. Everyone loves some chalk on their hands when their hands get sweaty and they want to grab the rings or a barbell or whatever it is. If I took away the majority of the chalk and only left just a little bit in there where you got to like take the bucket and kind of do this thing, like shimmy it to get any of it, they would just utilize less of the resource. So the law of resources, if you have less of something, you'll still get by. You'll just use less of it. You have less – you have – traffic becomes an issue. You find alternate methods to get around. You see Uber go up. Scooters go up. You bike, walk, run. The light rail, the gazillion and billions of dollars that the city put into the light rail actually starts getting utilized. And that's what you want because public transportation is generally looked for, for lower, lower socioeconomic classes in most big cities. Charlotte doesn't want that. They want it to be what a millennial would ride. And what somebody who is making minimum wage going to, you know, work at a fast food restaurant would ride. They want it to be, you know, joined. It doesn't want it to be just, you know, in Charlotte or uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, the, the public transportation was just like, it's, you know, it's very much stereotyped. as like that's the poor transportation. But the way you make it, one of the ways in urban design is that you force more people to use it. More of all the melting pot, the rich people, the, you know, the middle income class, the lower income class. I'm all for them making driving less accessible,
2: not, is that is that only because you'll have more room for your boosted board <laughs> to skateboard door? I I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I do
0: like I hope the light rail gets or the rail trail gets you know extended down to Loso down to where we're at. I think that'd be amazing. Well, you, what's your thoughts on this, Isaac? You haven't said anything. When, normally, when I talk for a while and you don't say anything, it's because you're just thinking in your head. I, <laughs> I just disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. That's> why.
1: <laughs> well, just like I'm never I'm never gonna ride a scooter to work. I'm not. Gonna, I'm sure. I'm not going to just it. wait until that traffic gets worse. Right. I'm still not going to because then that even makes me less likely to do it because then yeah, I'm going to get hit by a car. So I'm not going to do that. I don't like to ride bikes. Like I'm just not I'm not good at it. So I don't like to ride bikes. So I'm not going to ride a bike. Like so, how am I getting to work?
0: You still ride your just that thing. It's what vehicular traffic is not going away. It just becomes less convenient. You have right. to leave 15 minutes earlier.
1: But so if they're making it less convenient, so that I find another way to do it. What's my other way to do it?
0: There is... no, no right. Uber. Yeah, yeah. No, so... But,
1: like, what, how does that make a difference if I'm driving versus an Uber driver? I would
0: say you're an outlier. I would say, like... And, and maybe you're not. But I would say you're one, kid, one bucket of people who will not change their transportation habits to accommodate... But I'm
1: not going to change my transportation habits because... You guys didn't know i'm having a kid soon and so like i'm gonna have <laughs> to take my kids to daycare that? first so like i'm not putting sure. them on the back of my scooter yeah. to, go to, oh, daycare, cool to, go to. of course So like how am i doing this
0: 100 percent. but yeah. also you are like when we think of families with young kids that is the minority of when you look in this south end corridor right uptown so corridor.
1: especially if i move out of this area and i still have to work here yeah now i've got my kid on the light rail to no down. You you're know, just yeah, gonna be like, one of
0: those you'll be like like what everybody else does when you're driving in the suburbs, less of a pain in the ass. And then as you get into the city, it becomes a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah. So that doesn't solve anything to me. Like it's making it, it ma- more of a pain problem. in the ass so that other people do other things. Correct.
0: I think if you were zooming now in on your problem, you're right. It does not really get solved. You'll be one of those people that just like, fuck the traffic. This is kind of annoying. I really don't care that there's a new anthropology opening up on South Boulevard. I don't give a shit. It's making traffic a pain in the ass. But I think when you zoom out and the the macro and you look at what most people do and again let's look at where we work. We work in a district that is very much millennial, very much lives in an apartment complex where if the majority of that traffic, I mean, if you go out on a Friday or Saturday night in South end, it is scooters and bikes and walking oh, yeah.
2: everywhere. True. Very true.
0: And Uber everywhere. Why? Because it's more convenient to go and do this and that and whatever. So it, I think – and so you become the person, and not you specifically, but the person like when those Charlotte Agenda articles gets posted mm-hmm. and like people are commenting, that I would love to be able to just throw punch through the screen.
1: I mean I'm not complaining about it.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, correct. But, you're and saying I don't in know your if you're situ- right.
1: Yeah, like so yeah. The, but we talked about the people who live in, in- – South end are not going to live there very long. Correct. Yeah. So it's going to be that they're there. They and have they that trans- fund for the yeah. two years and then they yep. transfer out of it. And Short that- of
0: Loso becoming a residential district, right, with right. single family homes and things like that, which I'm very hopeful for. Um, but yeah, you're right. Otherwise people generally have to leave the walkability and convenience of South end to, to be able to afford a, a single family starter home, mm-hmm. you know, and just also not the market. There's aren't any, you couldn't find single family starter homes into a two Oh three. You find townhomes density based models, right? But yeah, So I think like, I, I just think it's really interesting because we are part of the problem. We rezone this building to entertain, like when you have businesses like this or a restaurant that need big parking lots. But if you rezone the property, you can get away with having no parking spaces. We technically, for everyone just listening, we needed 50, uh, for every 50 square feet. So if, when you're standing in the gym, there'd be two of those stall mats for every two stall mats, we need one parking spot. That, that's a lot of parking spots. That's like, it's a lot. Spots. We have 10,500 square feet. Like, this would have never happened. Um, we'd never be able to get that. So, we literally rezoned it. And now, we, if we had no parking lot, I'd still be able to run this business here. And people would park on the streets and scoot. They'd, fi- they'd figure it out like they do in every metropolitan area. You know, parking is a luxury in metropolitan areas, but I think we don't think of Charlotte as, like, a city like that. No.
1: Yeah, I don't think we're there yet. No. Especially our location right here. Yeah, and that's why it's
0: better to be proactive than I think it is reactive. Don't wait till holy shit, we got a lot going on here. Now let's address everyone trying to drive everywhere, and we've been trying to build all these roads. You even see it in the sidewalks. If everyone notices the new sidewalks outside of, like, Barry's Boot Camp and Kavu and right there in front of that new um, on South Boulevard, they're the pedestrian-based sidewalks. They are twice as wide. As a standard sidewalk, meant for pedestrian-like walkable traffic. You have all these shops now. Like right now when you drive down South Boulevard, you're not doing a lot of window shopping. And start looking at what you'll see happen to a lot of these buildings, like that West Elm that's going in. And we're talking about like that. There'll be people that will walk by and do window shopping, like Atherton Mill. They'll be full of first-floor residential glass look-through kind of scenario where you live. It's all you can see right into the, the fitness center and sure the can. lobby and it, the sidewalk there is a different sidewalk if you were to keep going 200 yards down. I don't know I, I'm a huge fan of it, but we are also part of the problem. like urban movement is a huge part like part of the um, companies like ours that are going to rezone, we make it more difficult for vehicular traffic because we rezone buildings, we expanded that sidewalk. That sidewalk that's in the front wasn't there previously and guess what it did It ate up part of the road. So it's like as that happens, it all just kind of adds to it. And I think I, I, I'm i all for it, though. But I like the growth.
1: I like the growth, too.
0: Just don't like the inconvenience of the traffic. I
1: didn't say anything about the traffic. Yeah. I said I'm fine with the traffic.
0: You're, you're good with the traffic. Yeah. I,
1: again, I don't think that what we have going on here is traffic yet. Like, I mean, yeah. and granted, I'd I'm agree. not I'm not driving here at 5 p.m. I Shh. get that. Like, our members have to drive here at 5 p.m. Correct. That's yeah. a pain in the ass. I'm not doing that. But I don't have a problem with the traffic yet. So like,
0: that's one of the things I love about like getting up early, like to come in yeah. for the gym. I like I don't experience traffic typically like most people do. Yeah,
1: I yeah. don't think we have it yet. Yeah, the it, light rail yeah. sucks. But other than that, that is the, the
0: worst w- intersection yeah. right now in yes. front of us. Yeah. Yeah. And there is like a There's a section you go on the city's website where people can just go and make complaints on certain intersections when a light is too long or it's not. They, they need a light there, or if there's a light rail stop that's too long. And I did that for a while for the first like six to eight months when we first moved in and I just kind of gave up because nothing was happening.
2: You're but just going in there every day. No, no, it's just the website. Yeah, you just go. You, you can Day after day, <laughs> complain, complain, complain. You
0: select the intersection, you make a comment about it. You can even upload a file or whatever, like sit there and just show a fucking time lapse <laughs> if your car's stuck there. But um, yeah, and I think, I think where we're really like, this conversation will be really interesting is in three years when everything next to us is built up and that entire air, like there's like traffic can just be built building like burrowing down on clanton road and south boulevard i think it'll be you know i could be sitting here then and be like even then it like this traffic is insane i fucking hate it like whatever it may be it's just one of those conversations that i think it's cool that we're on the uh the front side we sit back and watch it come to us and watch but yeah i'm just always curious i feel bad for members when they show up because i know people show up a few minutes late to class and stuff like that and you know we don't care if you're like we get it traffic like we don't have a punishment or a rule or anything like that because i we understand but um it's tough, though, because it would make it for someone who lives maybe over in Noda. Might not be able to come to us anymore because right. traffic gets so bad. Right.
1: But what about... So, like, all this stuff is coming, you know, um, to Clanton Road and, yeah. and all this. It, I mean, I know, obviously, there's townhouses next to us. Is uh, any other housing coming?
0: The, I've heard... Yeah, I've heard that there's a lot of developers that see an opportunity for a single-family market. Because, like, you have Sedgefield. Sedgefield's yeah. a single-family market. Dilworth... But it's of such a, a price point yeah. jump. It's insane. Yeah.
1: I mean, Sedgefield's getting up there too. Yeah, Sedge, mm-hmm. Sedgefield.
0: Yeah. yeah, the highest appreciation uh, in the country in two thousand seventeen, like yeah. uh, for a period of time. But that uh, I you know I hope that's my it's hope. Such a random stat yeah. to throw out there. But it was like, but it was a like huge deal. Well, yeah, because yeah. of
1: the elementary schools and all that. Yeah, stuff the elementary done, school yeah. thing
0: switched uh, mm-hmm. with Sedgefield and all that. Yeah, so I uh, I hope it does. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, no one's because, asking. Because you know,
1: we you know we're talking about that of a little bit. Down South Boulevard, mm-hmm. closer to Uptown, it's, that stuff all works. They have their pedestrian sidewalks, blah, blah, blah. But that's because people live there. Yeah. So this stuff won't work if people live here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no correct. Like, I mean, they live there. At, like, you mean from the density, like the apartments being everywhere in South End? Yeah, so, of? like,
1: if we don't really have any, like, housing and stuff here, yeah. then you still have to somehow get yourself here before you have all that, Correct. Act, yeah. you know, awesome pedestrian side. No, I
0: definitely think density will go up. I just hope <laughs> that the opportunity for people to buy homes and stuff like that in this yeah. side of town because it's, you know, it's ideal. It's still close to, I think that's what Node is yeah. doing better than even like South End is doing. More homes, yeah. more opportunities for people to buy and things like that. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite thing to come to Charlotte so far since you've been here, Isaac? Like your favorite development of it, like for some people it's the baseball stadium, right? For some yeah. people it's whatever it may be.
1: We're going to do Santa first. My Probably favorite
2: development?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: like the thing that was he, that's here now maybe in the past eight years or more that wasn't there previously?
2: thing that you liked the most. Well, now I feel like the baseball stadium is an easy fucking
0: (laughs) I know. That's what I would have said. Of course. As somebody
2: who used to have to drive to Ford Mill to see the Charlotte Knights play, it's nice that they're uptown. Yeah. Yeah, and the parking's not bad. Um, Other than that, that's all I got. Can my answer be urban movement? Shake Shack. It it could be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shake Shack, yeah. Really Wait. liking Yaffa these days. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we did do
0: Shake Shack on one of our food reviews one time. I oh. say Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, Deuce wanted to go sit in the drive-thru for two hours while- They're this, sold
1: out. They're sold
0: out. I okay. drove by yesterday.
1: Do they have a sign? Yep, they okay. have a sign. I didn't
0: realize there was a chicken sandwich controversy going on. It's a big deal. I was deal. completely unaware. Isaac had explained it to me the other day. Mm-hmm. People are waiting like an this hour idea. and a half. We thought about doing the podcast in my car as we waited in the drive-thru to get this elusive chicken sandwich. I think we should. I've never eaten Popeye's. You're missing out. No. It's delicious. Do
1: you have an answer to the development question?
0: Yeah, yeah. For me, I um I I'll just I'll just group it into the the bar restaurant walkability of it. Because it wasn't there wow. previously. It's I okay, so I live here in South End and I would have to walk to Tiber Creek. Right. And I'm like, huh, hmm, where do I go from here? I'm like, well, go uptown. Yeah. And I went uptown yeah. every single weekend. And I love the fact that I don't have to leave South End. I love the yeah. fact that even I mean, it's still insane. There are still not enough brunch spots in Charlotte. That is a that is an absolute I do agree with that. That is an absolute fact. So that could be for someone like I just like the fact that I can go anywhere on a Sunday and I can go to any part of town and I don't have to wait two and a half hours. You know, with you know, uh what's that fucking saying for city or uh it's like a spider-man quote with great power comes great responsibility Is great that, responsibility yeah. comes great
2: power no it's Other definitely it's power first are you sure, yeah. are you, sure? <laughs> you can google we'll that shit later yeah. i
0: guarantee you i'm right on that
2: with great power it doesn't matter they're rebooting it again it, but with the city it's He's the gone. same thing
0: with all these apartments and people living here and moving every day and all that you got to create places for them to eat you know drink shop sleep and drive and uh
2: yeah i'll change my answer to south then
0: you think just south end developed south a gym? so
2: if you had told me if i was when i was 8 if you had told me hey 19 20 years from now you are going to be living here and showed me where it was back then i would like, said what the fuck happened like am I homeless like yeah, what yeah. happened to me <laughs> yeah and now it's totally different cuz this is where you used yeah. to go to buy drugs and shit yeah exactly yeah. at 8
0: years old <laughs> eight years all this is where yeah. you used to go to buy drugs <laughs> yeah I, I think no i'd say that the walk just the walkability i do like the i like the parks i like first Word For park sure. and romare bardon park cool. i think that adds a level of uh character to a city that we otherwise like south end does not have a park and that irks me yeah i'm really hoping we're able to do that with loso because parks are cool it just adds it it adds a livable element because the breweries and the restaurants and all that are cool for 90 minutes out of your week two three hours out of your week when you go there on a saturday or when you go out for dinner but a park is a livable thing that someone with a dog or a kid it could be that's like part of why you move to an area nobody moves to an area because they like going to omb You know, brewery, right? Or because they like going to, or like, because they like, because they like Top Golf. (laughs) Top Golf is another great, uh, you know, addition to Charlotte, but like a park creates just kind of a cool, livable element to it. It's nice to say, like, oh, I love, like, people say, I like the view. The reason I live in Uptown is for the view. So like, oh, I love living right next to the park.
1: There's no space for a park in South End now.
0: No, you're right. Because it wasn't designed for that. Right. It was designed for as many people as possible. Yeah. But that's what I'm hoping that Loso could potentially become. I wonder, do you think we have anyone in membership that's like in urban planning or works for the city or any of the, that could have like, cause we're having a very like basic conversation as, uh, citizens here. But like, I'd love to know if we have anybody, I know Kristen Smith does. She does like, she's in structural design and our uh, structural engineer, but like people who like yeah. see plans for the city every day. I wonder if we have anybody like that in our membership. It'd be interesting if anyone's yeah. listening to this and they do that, like they do plan review and all that. Number one, I want to know where the hell were you when I was rezoning the building two right. years, <laughs> two and a half years ago. <laughs> and number two, I'd love to get someone to weigh in on this. Um, but yeah, any of you guys that are listening, like, what what is it you like about it? What don't you like about the growth of Charlotte? You gotta take the good with the bad. You can't have a fucking you know YAFO in every corner and you know a West Elm and all this other shit at your for mm-hmm. fingertips and uh, and and not want the headaches that come with it, right? So, anyway,
2: guys, that's you guys. Got anything else? Anything else? I need to plug for like, we won't. did
1: so you have anything else to say?
2: I don't. I don't think so. Do I need something else to say? Does everyone like the Don't in The Bachelor in Paradise? I haven't watched it. Oh, I got yeah. like a whole week. So no, I can't watch <laughs> I read watch the recap. It. I'm yeah, great. we cheated, dude. I know. It doesn't count. I have no idea what we're talking about. Bachelor in Paradise. Today. It's Catch The Bachelor out, dude. show, Get but it's in, it. it's in a tropical island. It's in
0: paradise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in
2: paradise. It's at a
0: resort. You like, can go there, actually. I didn't know
2: what? there was a real resort. Yeah. That's cool. So, we're going to start playing. a do they, have animal,
0: do they have animal-based proteins there? Or is it like Tom Hanks on his, no, on yeah, his resort? He didn't have that.
1: I don't ever really see them eating.
0: They don't eat on that show. (laughs) That's why they stay so skinny. (laughs) They just like date and complain about each other. And that's pretty much it.
1: (laughs) They drink. All
0: right, guys, until next time, we'll see you.